listening to the Fable 411 podcast produced by the City of Fable, where you'll get information about city government and the programs and services we provide. You'll get topics of interest and an inside look into the various departments to help keep our city moving. Thanks for joining us for this Fable 411. I'm Gab McRoberts. And I'm Sherry Crop, and we're your hosts for the podcast. The Fable 411 is one of several podcasts that the city produces for our podcast channel, Radio Fayetteville, as we provide timely and informative updates every week on a variety of topics related to the city of Fayetteville. And today we are joined by the senior planners for the planning division of the Development Services Department for the City of Fable. We have Alicia Moore and Greg Harmon. Thank you for coming on. Good morning. Thanks for having us. Good morning. All right. So today we're talking about the downtown urban plan design. Well, tell me, what is it we're talking about? Because I think I already messed up the name of the program. Uh, we're talking about the urban design plan, uh, the implementation of it. Now, this is a program that's been going on a little bit for a while. So tell me a little bit about the uh, urban development plan. So the downtown urban design plan is a guide for development and investment in downtown Fayetteville for the upcoming years. And it includes collaboration with other city divisions and partners. And we are now in just phase one of implementing the plan. Uh, that phase one focuses on two of the articulated design initiatives, which are creating a downtown district and fo- fostering downtown living. So tell me a little bit more about some of these initiatives that you're looking at. So together, these initiatives of creating a downtown district and fostering downtown living, they mean supporting the downtown as a complete neighborhood instead of primarily a destination. It means increasing the residential population and focusing on the pedestrian experience, meaning human scale development. That's walkable, compact design scale to walking distance rather than driving, and also that those walks are visually interesting and safe basically um, a design to make it a more livable area uh, for people to not just come downtown to visit, but to reside and have a place to, to walk and Absolutely. ride their bikes and things like that. Craig, how will this d- impact the downtown area? Well, for developers and for property owners, uh, this will make for simpler, more flexible development regulations with more types of permitted uses, uh, throughout these two new uh, downtown districts. Uh, It will also increase density. Uh, Buildings will be able to uh, take up more space on properties than they currently can. Uh, And we'll also, uh, the minimum uh, off-street parking requirements uh, will be lessened as well. Uh, We'll increase options for living in and around the downtown. Uh, to increase the number of people uh, that are there on a daily basis, add more retail services uh, like neighborhood groceries uh, to this area, and then encourage residents and visitors to explore uh, and appreciate the beauty and uniqueness of the downtown. Now, what this will not do, though, uh, is affect any of the downtown historic regulations that are currently in place. Because I know that's an uh, important part of our downtown flavor uh, is that capturing and maintaining that historic look and feel. So it, it has that uh, general cohesive feel when you come downtown. It's part of what I enjoy about being down down here. Exactly. Now, highlight some of the uh, things that we'll find in this plan, some of your vision for this. Well, 
The main change is the rezoning of the current downtown and the surrounding area to create that cohesive downtown district. Um, and just for a moment, I want to explain a little bit of what, what zoning is. And so zoning is the classification of certain areas of land within the city into districts called zoning districts, where each district has its own set of permitted uses, the main categories then being residential, commercial, or industrial. And uh, they have development standards like, for example, minimum lot size or maximum building height. And then within those main categories, there are specific types of districts. For example, within the residential category, you have districts that allow only single family houses. And you also have ones that allow multifamily housing like um, apartments or townhomes. Or within the commercial category, you have ones that allow big stores like you see on Skybo, which are meant to serve the whole city and districts that allow only smaller scale stores meant to serve the local neighborhood. And so then with a rezoning, that's when the zoning district for a given parcel or area is changed. So in this case, with the rezoning, the core of the downtown, that is Hay Street, that won't see much change in what's allowed. Whereas the surrounding properties that currently includes five different zoning districts they will all be rezoned to the new downtown tier two, which will be similar to the core, but slightly less intense. And the goal there is to grow the success of Hay Street by expanding the downtown footprint and experience and to create a grander, fully realized downtown district where people can get out of their cars and feel a sense of place and connection to the public realm there. And so when you talk about the five different uh, zoning districts, what footprint does that cover? Well, see, the boundaries of the downtown tier two, which is that whole district, that will go um, a few blocks past Robeson uh, to the west and to the east, um, south cool, uh, sorry, south C Street, um, and to the south it will be just past Russell, and to the north, just past Rowan and Grove. And, and that's what I love about the, re, the, the zoning. And because one of the biggest uh, things I hear from people and residents is, you know, there's more to downtown than just Hay Street. And they want to see that growth and, and what makes downtown so special. They want to see it beyond this one street uh, into the neighboring streets and to the around it. So it kind of helps foster and grow that community that so many people would like to see. I've heard people say to me that they want to see Payable do. Yeah, absolutely. So the idea is to expand it from a main street experience on those couple of blocks of Hay Street to a real downtown district. Um, and a key concept in the whole plan is walkability which is a planning concept that encourages mixed use, high density neighborhoods where people can access essential services by foot. And the concept is based on the idea that streets should be more than just transportation corridors designed for maximum vehicle throughput, but rather complete livable spaces that serve a variety of uses, users and transportation modes and reduce the need for auto dependency. If there's residents downtown, you want to be able to go out of your 
condo, apartment, townhome, residence, uh, whatever it is, to walk to get some groceries, right. um, to walk to entertainment, restaurants, uh, get some drinks, things like that. So um, I guess the plan uh, is going to try to be all-inclusive, to have all of those things available for anyone that lives downtown. Yes, yes. And, and another important concept then is the more people you have walking around, people who live there, people coming to do things, the more eyes on the streets you have, which is natural surveillance, which helps keep the street safer um, and encourages people to feel safe as they walk around. And I think part of it, too, is not just for the people that are going to be living in the downtown area. It's going to be people who are going to be coming downtown if they want to go to a restaurant or someplace like that. You have more people coming in. That also helps foster economic development yes. because businesses, they depend on that foot traffic coming by their, their business uh, to be discovered sometimes or somebody wants to go do a restaurant, maybe go do some shopping, then go catch a baseball game. That's all in that one area, and they're able to walk easily. They feel safe while they're walking, right. um, and I think that's a big part of it. Now, I know we've been working with Development Services Department on this, it seems like, for a couple of years now. So what have you guys done so far as part of this process? Yeah, just a little background on it. So this whole process started back in 2017. Uh, the city of Fayetteville was given a grant by the state legislature, uh, a revitalization and economic development grant for $100,000. Uh, in turn, the city took that money, hired an outside consultant, uh, and set up a steering committee of citizens uh, connected with and property owners and living in the downtown area uh, to help formulate this urban design plan. Uh, from there, this group uh, did uh, stakeholder meetings, uh, several of those back back around the 2017-2018 time frame. Uh, and then in 2020, City Council adopted their finished plan. Uh, so after that, uh, here in uh, December of this past year, uh, City Council gave staff the go-ahead to start trying to implement this plan. And so that's kind of where we are now. Um, earlier this month, we held our first community meeting. Uh, we had to do it via Zoom. It turned out we hit right at our uh, the day before the snow. So uh, we were able to get about 100 people, though, on the Zoom meeting. So that worked out quite well. Uh, and everybody seemed to be pretty pleased with, you know, what we had put together, uh, the information uh, that we presented to them. Uh, we got, a, I think, pretty good feedback uh, from that. I, I remember seeing some of the plans a couple of years ago, and they were pretty impressive with the design of how it would be laid out and, and the vision and things like that. So what happens now after you've had this meeting and you've had input and feedback from some citizens? What What's next? So right now we're working on putting together uh, a little uh, <clears throat> list of questions that came out of that first community meeting. Um, that'll be available on the city's website very soon. Uh, if you want to see that and other information uh, related to this, you can go to FayettevilleNC.gov backslash urban design plan. Uh, that'll give you most of the information uh, regarding this. The actual plan is uh, posted there along with the uh, presentation that we did for the community meeting, that PowerPoint, 
uh, and some other just general information to, to help acclimate people to this process. Um, there's also one of the most helpful things uh, listed on there is a use table where they can look to see if they own uh, property that is affected, they can see what uses will be allowed in these areas. Uh, so next, after our community meeting, our next uh, public meeting will be a public hearing in March. We'll be taking the text uh, amendments before the Zoning Commission in March. And then from there, we take the uh, zoning amendments to the Zoning Commission in April. And probably somewhere around the May time frame, uh, it'll probably go to City Council for uh, their input or hopefully adoption. Well, Craig and Alicia, thank you for coming on and sharing the information about some of uh, the work you guys are doing with the, the downtown urban design planning process that uh, started so many years ago in 2017. It's exciting to see it come to fruition. And I'm sure a lot of people are going to be uh, pleased with the simplification from what I understand with the zoning, make it a little bit more streamlined and easier for people wanting to develop in the downtown area. So thank you both for coming on and sharing this great information. Thanks. I'm, yeah, thanks we're really excited us. about it. So we're, we're really happy to talk about it. Thanks for the opportunity. And Gavin, one more time, let's mention that website if anyone wants to go um, to look at the design plan or get more information, fayettevillenc.gov slash urban design plan. And it's all one word. And we'll also put that uh, web link in the show description on your podcast. So if you didn't catch it or write it down while you're driving, uh, be sure to look it up on the podcast. So, well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the Fable 411. Be sure to subscribe to Radio Fable, the City of Fable's podcast channel, as we provide shows like this and other timely and informative updates every week. You can subscribe to Radio Fable on Apple iTunes, the iTunes podcast app, as well as the Google Play Music podcast portal. We're also available on TuneIn, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. You can also listen to every podcast that Radio Fable has to offer by downloading the Fay TV streaming app, available now on Roku, Apple TV, Android TV, and Amazon Fire TV. View our video content by visiting FayTV.net. And to get information about city services, go to our webpage at FayetteVilleNC.gov. Thanks for joining us.